0: There's a book out there called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It by Kamal Ravikan. I love that. I might add, love yourself like the life you love depends on it. Especially with what we've been talking about lately. Live the life you love and love the life you live. It's something we all want. But to do that, we have to love ourselves first. So love yourself like the life you love depends on it because it does welcome to happy life studios no we haven't come up with a new intro we just want to stay on the topic of live the life you love and love the life you live and to do that we need to well take it easy take it easy but not just take it easy but more specifically, take it easy on yourself. We ought to take it easy. So let's get started. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thanks for joining us. I am so happy that you did. Of course, you know I am because I say that every week. Speaking of saying that every week, I hope that you are enjoying this Take it easy. This live the life you love, love the life you live series. I know I'm enjoying it. It's opening up a lot of things to my mind. I never meant this to be a series. It was just a thought that I had one day that turned into a podcast. But then I realized right away that this thing can go much deeper. I mean, there's so much more to live the life you love than just one podcast. And I'm sure by the time I finish the series, if I ever do, it seems like it's going on forever uh, with bonus podcasts in between and things like that. Uh, but no matter when I end it, I'm sure there's so many more episodes that you could do on living the life you love and loving the life you live. So many more episodes you could do on how to take it easy as well. It seems to be kind of a A sub point in all of this. In fact, it's going to be a sub point today. Because I think if we want to live the life we love and we want to love the life we live, well, I have to agree with Little River Band on this. They say it a lot better than I could. Take it easy on me. If we're going to live the life we love and love the life we live, we have got to learn to take it easy on ourselves. You can't do it any other way. I don't see how it would be possible to love the life you live while you're being hard on yourself. Now, I'm not talking about setting a high standard for yourself. I'm not talking about that. I mean, I think that we should set a high standard. We want to be the best that we can possibly be. I mean, we talked about this before. I don't know if it was on a podcast or if it was on uh, one of our short uh, videos that we have done. You know, we put them on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that type of stuff. Make sure you check us out. Just search Happy Life Studios on social media, and you'll find us not just with podcasts, but also with, you know, short little quips that can bring you to a happy place throughout the, throughout the week, right? But we talked about being the best you could possibly be. If you want to get the job you love, then love the job. That you have that that was a podcast. So you know I'm not talking about when I say take it easy on me. I'm not talking about not having a high standard. I think that we should become the best whatever it is that we do. We should become as good as we can in that a mistake. We often make with that is we try to be the best out there. Well, there's always going to be somebody better at something than we are. But I can still be the best I can be. And I think a lot of times the standard you know needs to be with us unless we're talking about you know olympic (laughs) athletic prowess where i mean someone breaks the four minute mile then everybody breaks the four minute mile right i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about in life and that animal that monster i should say of comparison it'll ruin us living the life we love and loving the life we live because that's what it does that it, it it's just brutal it's got some big clubs in it clubs like you're a failure. You're never going to do this. Look how well they do it. They got their act together. When are you going to get your act together? If you could be like them, if you could have just been in this situation, if you had their money, if somebody, I mean, there's so many clubs that <laughs> comparison monster uses, just like the little river band said, take it easy on me. So we need to set a high standard and become the best we could possibly be. If you had a job, it's important, not just for your employer, but important for your fellow workmates, uh, your fellow employees. It's important for those that buy the product that the company you work for or that you own or whatever is making. So I think that if we could just learn to be excellent at what we do, to be really good at what we do, study it. Don't just do what the job tells you to do, but study it. How can I become better? You know, how can I become a better podcaster? How can I become a better communicator for me personally, right? As well as be a better friend, better, you know, child, better parent, better spouse, all that type stuff, Uh, better partner. We need to become as good as we can because nobody likes to do things that they're not good at. And it's not hard to get better at something. There's so much out there today with the internet that all we have to do is type in a few words and we have something that no other generation has ever had before. I mean, we used to have to look in Encyclopedia Britannicas, right? And they they didn't have things in there like how to be a better employee, how to be a better salesperson, how to be a better cleaner, or they didn't have that back then. Now we can find videos, we can find podcasts, we can find TED talks, we can find um, all sorts of things out there, audio books. There, there's so many things that can, and regular books that that can help us become better at what we do. So when I say, take it easy on me, I'm not saying don't set a high standard. I'm saying set a high standard for yourself, but don't beat yourself up when you take that high standard. (laughs) I love the fact that we can get so angry at other people when people are mean to us, when people don't cut a slack, when people don't understand where we're coming from. (laughs) That's funny to me because oftentimes that's what we do to ourselves. You know, it's like that whole concept, you know, you can't beat up on my brother, but I can beat up on my brother. That that doesn't make sense. And it's the same with us. We want other people to give us a break. We want other people to take it easy. We want other people to give us slack, but we don't do it for ourselves. And we tend to model that to other people. If we don't take it easy on ourselves, if we don't cut ourselves some slack, we mirror how we feel about ourselves. So if I feel like I'm a failure, like I'm not worth much, I shouldn't be surprised when other people tend to model the exact same thing. We can get worked up over the fact that somebody is not taking it easy on us, but we don't seem to get worked up over the fact that we don't take it easy on ourselves. I mean, we're worried about critics out there, but we are often our worst critic. So we need to learn to take it easy. That voice inside of our head, that's the worst critic. We can't control what other people say about us, but we can control what we say about us. We can't control, more importantly, what other people think about us, but we can control what we think about ourselves. And honestly, that will help control them a little bit. I mean, when we start believing that we're valuable, other people begin to start believing that as well, because you tend to mirror what you feel about yourself and people tend to follow that lead. But we've got this voice inside of our head that just can compare, can be brutal, that we need to tell it to take it easy. You need to tell yourself, take it easy on me. I need to take it easy on me. We've talked a lot about taking it easy on other people and, and helping other people. And we'll end this podcast with make someone happy and you'll be happy too. But what about taking it easy on ourselves, shutting that voice inside of our head or flipping that voice inside of our head to a more positive voice to the other side to look at the things that we're doing right, to take it easy on ourselves. I like what James Grieg says. He says, quote, we must turn our inner voice from demon to angel, End quote. You know, you've seen those cartoons where a guy is sitting there and, and, and he has this decision to make and this angel's on one shoulder and this devil's on the other shoulder. Just like Kronk in Emperor's New Groove, if you haven't seen that movie, it's been around a long time, but it is a hilarious movie. It is so good to see. <laughs> but just like Kronk, the character in Emperor's New Groove has this scene where the angel shows up on one shoulder and the devil shows up on this other shoulder, and they not only have a conversation with Kronk, but they have a conversation with each other. <laughs> You're not just going to let him die like that, are you? My shoulder angel. Don't listen to that guy. He's trying to lead you down the path of righteousness. I'm going to lead you down the path that rocks. I'll come off it. Listen, you guys. You're sort of confusing me, so, uh, be gone. Uh, or, uh, you know, however I get rid of you guys. (laughs) You know that angel, that devil they they sit on our shoulders it's basically two opposing thoughts one for our betterment one for our worsement, right one to build us up one to take us down it's it's like that there's two voices inside of our head that are constantly fighting each other what things should we do they start on the shoulder but their real goal is to get in our head and from there once they get in our head then the goal is to go down 18 inches into our heart So, James, you are spot on. We must turn our inner voice from demon to angel. And he also said, it takes prolonged and conscious effort. And it's not something you can fix overnight. And that's the truth. If we want to live the life we love and love the life we live, we need to learn to take it easy on ourselves. But it's not something that we can fix overnight. It takes a conscious effort. And it is definitely worth it. So how do we do that? Well, here are five simple ways to do it. I mean, there's probably dozens and dozens of ways to do it, but here are five simple ways. If you will do these five simple ways or work on them, even if you work on one or two of them, it's going to be enough conscious effort for you to begin to change your mentality. Shut that like in that the cartoon. I don't know if it made sense, you know, just audio wise, but in the video, you know, when he says you guys need to go, they just, they poof, they they go away. We are in control of those thoughts, right? Sometimes they hit us out of nowhere. We're not necessarily in control of that. Like someone said once, talking about thoughts, you know, they said they're like birds that fly over our head. We can't stop them from flying over our head, but we can stop them from making a nest in our hair. Thoughts are going to come. They come at us from all directions. The good thoughts, the bad thoughts, the, the dark thoughts, the light thoughts, the devil thoughts, the angel thoughts, right? Just like in Kronk, in Emperor's New Groove there, they're going to come to us. So we can't necessarily be in control of that. They're, they're going to hit us. But we are in control of whether we allow them to build a home inside of our head. Because once they build a nest in our head, they're going to work their way down into our heart and it becomes a belief system. At that point, it takes a lot longer to fix. But it can Be fixed, And here are five simple ways to fix that, to become conscious about that, and to begin to take it easy on yourself, because it's vital that we do that if we want to live the life we love and love the life we live. First of all, I'll just give you all five right now. One, humility versus false humility. Two, focus on what you've done and not on what you haven't. Three, enjoy more, criticize less. Four, relax, take it easy. And five, don't forget, forgive. So let's hit number one, humility versus false humility. Sometimes we act humble, but we're not being humble at all. It's a false humility. Let me quote a guy by the name of Aqualus M. Gordon. He's a PhD, and he wrote this in an article in Psychology Today. He says, says it better than I can say it, even though it is a little heady, it's, it's, but it's, it's brilliant. It's right on. He says, quote, When teaching my students about psychological defenses, many of them have a good understanding of the superiority complex. They easily describe the school bully who enacts a type of superiority in order to mask his sense of inferiority or the short guy whose inferiority takes the form of a Napoleon complex, or the other quote-unquote short guy who has the biggest truck in the parking lot. They understand that behaving in superior ways often belies a deeper sense of, real or imagined, inadequacy or inferiority. However, what is less understood is the complexity of the opposing complex, the inferiority complex. When I ask about it, my students shrug or suggest that it's just another name for the superiority complex, end quote. The inferiority complex versus the superiority complex. We all understand when someone shows up with a superiority complex where they they want to belittle others so they can feel better about themselves. But the inferiority complex, Aqualis M. Gordon says, it's just the other side of the same coin. We don't like it when people get cocky, when they get egotistical, because all they're doing is thinking about themselves and belittling other people. But the inferiority complex, it's the same thing. When I'm feeling inferior, inadequate, insecure, and believe me, those thoughts all come around. But we're talking about taking it easy on ourselves, not allowing those thoughts to build a nest inside of our brain so they can move the way down into our heart. We're talking about not letting us get bigger than what it should get because we all struggle with insecurity, at least I think most people do. We struggle with, with inferiority, but when it becomes a complex is when we've allowed those thoughts to build a nest in our hair. We might even like some of those thoughts. They, they come in, they want to beat us up, and sometimes it feels good to beat yourself up. Maybe I'm just uh, uh, the weird one of the mix, but sometimes I love to go on, we love a little, to throw a little pity parties for ourselves, so to speak, <laughs> Right? The superiority complex is I'm better than you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you that I'm better than you. And like his students said, that is just a way of saying that person feels inferior. And so they're trying to feel better about themselves by coming out across as superior. And so what they do is they are belittling other people to make themselves feel better about themselves. The inferiority complex is the same thing. You feel insecure, you feel inferior, but instead of beating other people up, you beat yourself up. You come across as inferior. You have a a false humility, I like to call it. Number two, focus on what you have done or focus on what you are doing right now, not on what you are not. It's so easy. We come home from work, and what do we say? Oh, there's so much more to do. I got so much to do. We we stay at the, the office late because we got so much to do. And it's easy to talk that way about how often do we say, man, I knocked a lot of stuff out today. I accomplished a lot of things today. I marked a lot of things off my checklist. That doesn't mean I don't have a lot more stuff to do. The good news is I have a lot more stuff to do. That gives me a reason to go in the office tomorrow. It gives me a reason to be needed by that company. But we focus on what we haven't done yet versus on what we have done. And we've talked about this as well a couple podcasts ago, taking that Sabbath, the whole point of the Sabbath, taking that, that rest, taking that day off. The the One of the points of the weekend is to focus on what we actually accomplished that week. If we're going to take a part of the weekend to sit back and go, look at the things that I did. So number two, if you want to take it easy on yourself, then focus on what you are doing Focus on what you have done, not on what you haven't. Three, enjoy more, criticize less. This is pretty self-explanatory. But when I start criticizing people, I start criticizing myself. I enjoy less. When I criticize more, I enjoy less. And we need to remember that it's easy to criticize people. It's easy to knock people down a few notches. And why do we do that? Because we feel inferior. And that's what a superiority complex is. Right. So we we tend to knock other people down. We tend to critique them because we don't feel good about ourselves. It's just easy to critique. That is easy. Gravity takes over. Like John Mayer said, gravity, stay away from me. It just takes over and it's easy to to critique. It's easy to criticize. But remember, when we're criticizing, when we're critiquing somebody, I'm not talking about a healthy critique. I'm talking about criticizing here or belittling people. It's like the superiority complex. When we are criticizing, we can't be enjoying. So, if you want to take it easy on yourself so you can live the life you love, then enjoy more and criticize less. Number four, we've talked about this before too. And this is in some of the other podcasts we've been talking about this very same uh, series live the life you love and love the life you live. Four is relax, take it easy. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. We never brag about taking naps. We never brag about how, quote-unquote, unproductive we were today. (laughs) Why not? We need to learn to relax so that we can take it easy. We have a weekend off or a day off for a reason so that we can rest, not so that we can be all striving and all uptight. And we got to learn to take it easy. That's important for our mental health. We just put out a video today. It's on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Shorts, Facebook. But it was called... Thoughts that'll make you thrive. Take it easy. Something like that. If you want to thrive in life, you have to learn to relax. We have to learn to take it easy and not feel guilty about that. Especially if you live in America. Like I said, everything is bigger, better, faster, stronger. Everything's about, you know, succeed more, go faster, go bigger. You know, you got to be more driven. We even have a book out there called The Purpose Driven Life. Everything's about being driven. Well, it's driving us into the ground. Being driven is okay as long as we are also driven to relax. We need to be driven to take it easy too. If we just are all drive and no neutral, we're going to run out of gas. So learn how to park that vehicle and sit and rest in the shade. Relax, take it easy, number four. And lastly, number five, don't forget, forgive. First of all, when something tragic happens, something brutal has happened to you, or when someone hurts you, you're not just going to forget that. We want to put our fingers in our ears and say, la, 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 I'm not listening. We, I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. We we want to forget that, but you're, you can't forget it. It was tragic. It was brutal. It was a punch. When someone punches you in the gut and you lose your breath, when someone knocks you over, when something bad happens to you, you're not just going to forget that. Don't forget forgive. Now, you might be able to bury it for a while, but I don't think we'll ever forget it. Not if it was that tragic, that difficult, that tough. And when someone hurts you, when someone doesn't take it easy on you, right? It's hard to forget. And we're spending a lot of energy trying to forget something that's hard to forget that we may never be able to forget. So we try so hard to bury it, but burying it can actually cause more damage. Think about it. If you take this, this item, like a pinball, right, that has all this energy. It wants to bounce around this thought, this hurt, this pain that wants action. It wants justice. It wants whatever. And you bury it. You put it in this container, right? It's going to bounce around on that side of that container, and it is going to ruin the container. Whenever you take a bunch of energy and you try to contain that energy in a space that's too small for it, it's going to cause damage. A bomb is a lot like that. If you think about it, a bomb is just a lot of confined energy into this little container. The energy is bigger than that container, and the energy wants out, and that little container can no longer contain that energy. And what happens? It blows up, literally. Your mind, your spirit, your soul, your body is a container that's not meant to house that kind of bad energy. Unforgiveness, anger, the hurt, the pain. When we bury it, we think we're getting away with it for a while. But all we've done is we put all that pain, all that hurt into a container that's too small that one day it's probably going to blow. When that happens, it's going to cause an awful lot of damage. I would argue burying it is actually how you turn that hurt, that pain into a devil on your shoulder. When I bury it, I just made that devil on my shoulder more powerful. How do you know which what's going to win? On which shoulder, the devil or the angel, whichever one we feed becomes the biggest, that's the one that's going to win, that's going to boss the other one. That's why we have got to learn. We've got to work on taking it easy on ourselves because that feeds the light. That feeds the happy angel. (laughs) And it starves. When you feed one, you starve the other, right? Whatever feeds happy starves unhappy. So it's vital to forgive others who have harmed us, especially if you want to live the life you love and love the life you live. But it's especially vital that we not just forgive others, but we forgive ourselves. We're our own worst critic. That's just as important, if maybe not even more important. We need to learn to forgive ourselves. Remembering, secondly, can actually help us. When we focus on that, don't forget, forgive. So when we remember what happened, it can help us not to have it happen again. When we remember in a healthy way with the right people around us, sometimes we need help with that. We need to get a support system. But when we remember correctly, when we remember healthy, we can remember, I'm not going to allow that to happen to me again. We can remember what got us in that situation or maybe it's nothing that we even did, but we remember how we got through it. We remember how we're still around. That is feeding that angel, that light on one side and starving the darkness on the other shoulder. So remember, you are a work in progress. It takes time, as James Grieg said. We must turn our inner voice from demon to angel. It takes prolonged and conscious effort, and it's not something you can fix overnight. You are a work in progress. So allow the work to do the work. Let the progress progress. The process needs progress. To process. Judging yourself. Not forgiving yourself. Being hard on yourself. Only gets in the way. It turns your angel. Into a devil. It turns your light into darkness. It turns your happy into sadness. And the truth is. If you know anything about angels and demons. In the Bible story. Demons were just fallen angels. They were angels. Who believed the lie. And were kicked out. And became demons. They were still spiritual beings. But now they believe the lie. And they they chose to follow the lie. Really a demon, a devil is only an angel. Who decided to believe the lie. So take it easy on yourself. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. Thanks for listening. And you will be happy too. Remember, whatever you do, take it easy on me. Remember, life isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. So take it easy on yourself.